0: Heat printing myths. Transfers. Let's go. Okay. I can't Is it recording. Is yeah. It? Top that corner. Apologies. That's okay. I don't think that was the best intro I've done.
1: <laughs> Doing great. Nice to be here.
0: Yeah. Good podcast. Good podcast.
1: Thanks, real
0: quick. <laughs> okay. Let's try that again. <laughs> and welcome back to the number one podcast for garment decorators hosted by Target Transfers. Uh, My name is Molly and I'm here with Andy today. Hi everyone. And we're going to be talking all things heat printing myths. There's been quite a few questions or I should say statements recently from a few of our customers who are either getting not necessarily misinformation but they're just there are things that they're doing that they could be stopping causing them to be you know a bit less efficient or um like processes that they don't need to be doing twice so we're going to talk a bit about that
1: i think there's quite a lot of businesses that perhaps have inherited businesses inherited production techniques and processes uh some things make sense some things don't make sense Uh, yeah as we kind of became aware, you know, we've kind of always been aware of this, but speaking to people at PMP recently, it kind of highlighted the fact that we needed to do a bit of myth-busting because a few things that raise eyebrows that we've heard of recently.
0: Myth-busting, I like yeah. that term, the myth-busting podcast. So yeah, I'm basically going to quickfire at Andy today and he's going to tell us exactly why you do not need to be doing these things or why they're inaccurate, basically. Um, so the first one is that you have to press the transfer twice to make sure it's on the garment properly.
1: This is... Uh one number one thing that people uh, make make the mistake with. The answer is no, you don't.
0: It's a lie.
1: It's a lie, yeah. It's one of those things. I know that people tend to do it because they feel nervous about pressing something. They're like, I really want this to stay on. I want to impress my customer. Mm. Um, so I'll hit it again just to be sure. Um, but the honest answer is if you're using good quality products and good quality heat presses, then you don't have to do it. Yeah, um, It's just... It's just a bad habit, really. It's it's a time waste, doesn't achieve anything. If you're using cheap products, it's it's not going to help it either, to be honest with you, because they still won't last. Even if you hit it again, it's just going to maybe prolong the inevitable, but they'll come off into wash maybe after 15 washes instead of 10, but really yeah. it should be lasting more than 75, should last a lifetime of the garment.
0: It's just adding in another step to your production yeah. process that doesn't need to be there.
1: Yeah, it's just um, just a waste. It, that time could be spent pressing more, more products and having more capacity and a quicker turnaround time. It's just, you just don't need to do it unless it's a distressed vinyl. We do have some vinyl products and metallic ones where you can hit it again to make it look distressed, to kind of almost make it look vintage. That's okay that okay. you can do that because it's been designed for that. But like all flex vinyls, like our sports film or our premium plus our stretchy vinyl, don't transfers, need to do it. Yeah. All of and our heat transfers. So that's the screening ones, the ultra-colour, the director film ones. Mm-hmm. If someone's asking you to hit it again, I'll be like, that's a red flag.
0: Yeah, and that distress one that you were talking about, that second hit isn't necessarily for longevity. That's for the look of the transfer, yes, right? So, so if you were to, to hit it the first it. time, it makes no difference.
1: You can make it sort of uh, duller and sort of... Add a, you kind of add, use, the, use the texture from the garment, really, to make it look vintage. So yeah. if it's got a bit of a weave to it, you can push it into the weave further.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: and kind of bring through some of that texture. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's been designed and built like that. So if, but if it's just a normal heat transfer, so like a, a matte or a semi-matte finish, it's, it's like a red flag for a cheap product because they're, if they're telling you to hit it again, they must be worried about the quality.
0: That it won't stick down, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to from adding an unnecessary step to the process Mm -hmm. to, sorry, removing an unnecessary step to adding a necessary one. Mm -hmm. So this next one is I don't need to pre-press my garments and my transfers go on fine.
1: I would say...
0: This is kind of an essential step in our opinion.
1: So I guess it depends on what are you doing to test that. So I mean... You, because this is something that people ask quite a lot, is that you could, you could fuse a transfer onto a T-shirt, mm-hmm. and it looks great. It's not peeling. It's not peeling off or anything. But what it's doing is what's happening later down the line. Yeah, Do you, is your if you say you put a transfer on and it's like ninety five percent done, but because you haven't pre-pressed, there's a bit of moisture in there, or it's not a very flat surface, it might stay on for the first wash or a few mm-hmm. washes, but it'll. Could come off after like ten or fifteen, and then does do you know that that's happened? It's once
0: it's in the customer's hands, and that's a problem. I know that
1: if I bought a T-shirt or something from a from a company and that product came off in the wash, like maybe you might you are either going to go back and ask for your money back, but probably like, am I even going to buy? I'm just not going to buy from this person ever again. Mm. Unless if it's like a twenty pounds or less, like it's probably not worth the aggravation of speaking to this person because they're making cheap products. Yeah. You're just going to lose that customer and you won't get that bad feedback. You just get disappearing customers.
0: I think that's the worst thing because if printers don't know that's happening, they're not going to fix it. Whereas at least if someone comes back and says, this came off, they can go, oh, okay, well, I must be doing something wrong. But if your customers don't tell you, you're never going to know. So this could be happening to you and you would have absolutely no idea.
1: Which is why we commercially wash test everything that we do Mm -hmm. Uh, so the instructions we give which include a pre-press of it's only three to five seconds that's the process that's been commercially wash tested Mm -hmm. so that we haven't we haven't wash tested with no pre-press because we know from 90 years of history that it's a bad idea yeah everything is always a pre-press because it gets moisture i mean
0: increases as well I've
1: i've never met a customer of ours that's Storing all their blank garments in a heat-controlled room.
0: Oh, that's way too much effort. Exactly, it's,
1: it's, a, well, it's a waste of money on the energy. Plus, you know, it's just not realistic. Most most t-shirts are in boxes in a garage or a warehouse. Damn. To, so they yeah they get a bit and they get a bit cold. Um, so you you know you want to have a perfect surface. That's why it's always give it a quick pre-press. It's nice and flat. It's nice and warm, and you're good to go. You up that. You follow the instructions and it will last for the lifetime of the garment that way, which is what you want.
0: Yeah, and I know you can't necessarily see the difference in the moisture in the garment, but you 100% can with the creases and sort of lines in there from where it's been. You know, no one stores all their garments Mm. hanging up on a rail. And even if they do, there's no guarantee that that won't have a slight crease in it. Or if they've been folded or screwed up in boxes, you can physically see the difference from when you do that quick three-second pre-press and when you don't, so... Uh, Okay, moving on. Um, You can only decorate t shirts. Oh, that was the end of it. You can only decorate t shirts. (laughs) Okay, that's definitely not true. I think we're wearing an example. (laughs) Yeah, we're
1: an example. We've got hoodies on today. We did a live a couple of weeks ago as well um, around the coronation Mm -hmm. where we've used bags and pillowcases and tea towels. Anything that can take heat can take a heat transfer. So any kind of fabric basically. Yeah. And um, because we have low fusing transfers as well, it means that like any fabric type, so your polyesters and your nylons and spandex can you can apply it onto those as well. It's um it's pretty straightforward to be honest, if you don't really need to try too hard to get it onto any kind of fabric. Yeah. Hats but as well. Just test it a little bit. As long as it's not got too much of to a weave, like wool, you can, you wouldn't necessarily put it onto wool because it will just there's it's too much weave. Flat, it's it, not yet. very flat, no. But pretty much anything else, when I mean, we put them onto trainers, football boots. Um, you managed to get it footballs. onto like a
0: dressing gown t- style yeah. fleecy thing. Put them
1: onto, We put them onto towels. Yeah. You know, there's, there's lots and lots of stuff. And I'd say if you're curious or you're like, I think I've got a good idea, it's just to buy one or two of whatever the item is and just test it and find out if it works or not. Yeah. Because it nearly always does.
0: Cool. Right. So moving on to... The transfers don't last as long as other screen print methods as other print methods like screen printing which you've literally just said they're industrially wash tested to 75 plus washes is our new standard so
1: yeah so we're, we're always always like probably multiple times a year always retesting our stuff to make sure that everything is yeah. working as it should be every time we bring in a new transfer type it's always wash tested before anyone ever sees it um, so he transfers of um, – I don't know why they've got, like, a bad route, but I think maybe it's like a um,
0: – A cheap a, thing, maybe? No,
1: I think people have, like, a romantic na- notion about screen printing is more of a traditional garment decorating method. It's more of an art. Yeah, more maybe more of yeah. an art, art, yeah. Um, but personally, speaking, I mean, there are lots of cheap transfer manufacturers out there. But um, as we were discussing on a live event we did just today, is that you don't get to become the print partner of World CrossFit Games, the NFL, the Super Bowl, the NBA, um, customization stations by having cheap products.
0: No, which is exactly what we are for those that didn't catch yeah. on to that. <laughs>
1: so, um, yeah, so we, we have long lasting products. Because that's why, because we're the leading manufacturer of them. Mm. It's cust, proven to last. Yeah, our customers put a lot of demands on us that we have to be able to meet time after time. Um, but that's why we're quite unique in the sense that we manufacture everything on site in every yeah. country that we're in. Uh, we own the vinyl factories as well, um, so that our vinyl, as well as our transfers, last as long as any decorating method there
0: is. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, no, that is a completely false myth. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the next one is that transfers feel bulky and uncomfortable on the garment.
1: That's that's definitely not true. I'd say that historically full-colour transfers uh, were a bit... They were a bit bulkier up mm-hmm. until maybe like three or four years ago. Um, but that's one of the reasons why we... When we brought out the ultra-colour transfer system across all stars group companies, one of the reasons for... Creating that method was to have a digital and screen hybrid because yeah. screen printed heat transfer has always been the most premium, the thinnest way. They feel thinner than any other garment decorating method. They don't feel like you're wearing a transfer.
0: No, I think Can't as well tell. screen the original screen print, like physical screen print, direct to garment mm-hmm. screen print, I think feels doesn't feel as soft and as buttery as our no. transfers do. I was really surprised when I felt one not that long ago, and it almost felt quite rough compared yeah. to... And I almost had to sort of do a double take and go, "That's are you sure that's screen print? Because it yeah. felt nothing like what our transfers feel mm-hmm. like in a good way. Yeah.
1: So, but these days, everything that we do is really, really thin and really soft. It's thinner than vinyl. Yeah. It's, and it always has, like, we just try and get like a matte or a semi-matte finish on it as well, so it feels really nice and premium too so it's yeah you can't tell i mean we've got big prints on our tops at the moment you can't you don't notice that you're wearing these prints they're not uncomfortable in the slightest it's quite nice actually part, just <laughs> become part of the garment once you've used them
0: yeah no, so they are definitely not um, bulky on any kind of garment. I think the only other one that I would mention is obviously um, if you're using vinyl, obviously that comment was for transfers, but we do have some vinyls that are thicker than others like um, High Build 3D yeah. and silicon. Um majority of the time they're used on caps and bags Mm. and accessories that you wouldn't necessarily notice um but if you are putting high build on like a sweatshirt which some customers have done if you do a massive high build design then obviously you're going to feel that but i mean even high build on sweatshirts we've done before and just the logo on the top you can't even really feel that and that's a hundred uh uh, sorry a thousand micron thick vinyl
1: it's still quite light even though they're chunky yeah ones
0: Okay, transfers are only for bulk ordering. We fixed this problem not that long ago. We fixed this a few
1: years ago. (laughs) So, yeah, historically, that's probably true. That's probably fair in the UK.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But we kind of made a decision a few years ago. A few years ago, we introduced uh, the UK's lowest order minimum, which was 10. Um, which was
0: very low compared to it. every other method. And
1: that's still the lowest um, order minimum for screen printed heat transfer. So you one to five color Pantone match transfers, you still can't get Pantone match transfers with smaller order quantities than that. And then last year we brought out Ultracolor Max, which is our direct-to-film transfer, which is a minimum order of one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's nothing small. So literally there's no, no yeah, minimums. Literally, um, but it's definitely worth playing around with the prices because it's definitely true that the more you order the cheaper it gets
0: yeah and with it, and um some screen of the, and ultra
1: yeah um of course all of our transfers and you would be quite staggered at just how cheap you can get it so ultra Color, for instance which is a minimum order of 10 you're looking around about six pound mark for a minimum order but obviously you can make gang sheets so that means you can put as many transfers as you want on the layout
0: that reduces it reduces yeah. the
1: cost but if you get to like 25 50 the price comes down in by half it's not yeah. even like – so it doesn't take many um, quantity breaks to get really cheap.
0: Yeah, people sometimes hear the prices uh, when we talk about them on mm. our lives and things, and they're like, no, that can't be right. And we go, okay, upload your artwork and have a look and yeah. see what it comes out as, and they're like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, and there's no manufacturing time or cost to to you. It's
0: That's just, the biggest thing, yeah. yeah. I think people think – all the time and the effort that it takes to actually fuse one, whereas mm-hmm. it's you know you t- spend a couple of minutes ordering it online and then a couple yeah. of seconds when it arrives, like ten to twelve seconds to press it when it arrives on your door, and that's it. Whereas before, with I don't know, like screen print or the other methods, it takes so much longer to set it all up and to physically print it, which you don't have to do with yeah. transfers.
1: Plus, you know, there's and there's no electricity cost. There's no that's
0: true, uh, yeah.
1: compressed air or gas cost. There's no warehousing cost. It's just. That's the price. There's no artworking costs. It just turns up when you do a couple of days later and we've done all the hard work for you. There's no weeding involved, so you don't, oh, have, to waste time. <laughs> you don't have to waste time doing that. Um, it's really, really cheap, to be honest. Yeah.
0: So the next one is, it never actually costs what the website says. There are always hidden costs when ordering. I addressed this in the video that I did this morning, actually, and I said that on other transfer websites, that might be the case, but on EasyView, the only other thing that is added on after that is VAT at checkout and that's literally that's it. it. Everything else is what you see.
1: Yeah, you pay you know, you have to pay for shipping, but that's true of everything.
0: Yeah, that's not uh, in the transfer cost yeah No,
1: that's not but that's not that's just a, a normal cost. Yeah. That's all and we don't make any money from uh, shipping, we just charge it at cost to mm-hmm. everyone, so we don't. We're not looking to make profit from that. But no, there's no setup charge or screen charge or artwork in charge. It's the price. Gang is sheet is. charge. Yeah, we, we don't charge you anything. We know there's quite a lot of people that will charge you extra if they get your work and they've actually got loads of logos on there. But we don't charge you anything extra for that. We just your layout is your layout. It's up to you. Does your
0: sheet, just, do what you yeah, want with it. Just
1: make sure you. Don't spend too much time cutting out the transfers.
0: Yeah, leave like enough least. space in between. Yeah. That's a mistake I've made before.
1: That's that's the only advice i give there. And but no, this isn't you know, we're we're trying to build a partnership. Mm. We want you to come back and order more transfers because you had a good experience, so we don't try and nickel and dime you on that sort of thing.
0: No. Pretty upfront on EasyView, yeah. isn't it? Um it
1: means that you can go to your customers. And have the website in front of you and live charge the That's it a good
0: point. Yeah. So that way,
1: you, the prices are always the you know always the best price online. So it means that you can be like, okay, yeah, it's X amount per sheet, and then you can work out what upcharge you're going to give to your customer, and, mm-hmm. and, get, and that way you can secure your business a lot quicker because you don't have to finish a meeting, come back to ask, ask for a price. Um, Just and do it then
0: and there. Yeah.
1: And the other thing is as well is that it's open for everyone to order. There's no. Um, account history that needs to be submitted. It's just, you can place your first order, you can pay on credit card or by bank transfer. It's entirely up to you. Um, We're happy to get any business started that way. So it means if it's your your first ever transfer order or your thousandth, it doesn't really matter. We're we're there to help.
0: That's definitely a common misconception that I think, well, other transfer suppliers might obviously have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not rules, rules. Qualifiers before yeah, you can ours, order. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's nothing on ECV like that that stops you from ordering. Um, where are we at? Okay, transfers, fade and crack. We've covered that that's definitely not the no. case.
1: If you, and if, you, if in doubt, there's some good pictures on our Instagram where we've shown the wash test. So if you want to see for yourself, go and have a look on there and you can see the colours are just as good after 75 washes as they were after 25 or 50.
0: Yeah, and they don't move at all, do they? Um Transfers are only for cotton and polycotton fabrics. This definitely isn't the case because we were fusing DTF transfers onto one hundred percent polyester or disc tops at Printware and Promotion, yeah, and they were completely fine.
1: Absolutely fine. Nylon, spandex. Um, we do something we do that's quite unique is that we put. Uh, stretch into all of our transfer products mm-hmm. so this is not something that everyone offers as standard some people will charge you extra for that mm-hmm. we don't do that um so it means that you've got a lot of flexibility about what you can put stuff onto yeah um because it will stretch and rebound with the garment um but we also have like low fusing temperature products as well so um I don't know, depending where they, uh, that question's come from, which customer, it could be that they're worried about scorch marks, for instance. So they kind of like, although you could fuse onto something, they're like, well, it doesn't look very good because there's, there's a, a box, mark on yeah. it. But we actually have a uh, low fusing products, so our Ultracolors uh, transfers a water based, so they fuse at 120, which means that you don't get the press marks and the scorch marks on your garments, so it means that... You can fuse onto any material, even if it's heat-sensitive or stretchy. Whatever the uh, limitations you might think are there on it, they're not there.
0: Yeah. Uh, that kind of takes us on to the next one of the profit margins aren't great with transfers. And obviously, we've just spoken about how great a quality the transfers are. But price-wise, just because there's a low minimum order, it doesn't mean that it's expensive.
1: No. No, we've always try and make sure we have the most competitive prices for ourselves I mean, i can't speak for other people but we are want to make sure that you can have a profitable business so i mean i'd say on average you know if you're filling a gang sheet even if in the low minimum order you could be you're looking at like 20p and 50p a transfer yeah and if you're putting that together with three or four pound t-shirt that's not a lot as an all-in price. I don't really, I really don't see how you can, if, you, if you're doing it yourself, how you could bring the transfer price to be out less than that. If you're, if you've got all the electricity and those overheads, and the staff time it takes to run these machines, it's just, there's, even on any kind of, if it's screen printing, embroidery, you name it, it's just, it's just not possible to do it that cheap. Um, so the profit margins are fantastic. Mm. Um, you know, like I said, we've got. Some of the leading brands internationally use heat transfers um, and there's a reason they do. They wouldn't do that if they were losing money on them, would they?
0: That is a very good point. And the final question or final myth, I should say, that it's a big investment. Heat printing is a big investment if it doesn't take off.
1: Um,
0: One, why wouldn't it take off? Because there's a million things that we can do to help you with that before you get to that stage.
1: It doesn't have to be. You don't have to spend thousands of pounds on the machine. I mean, a lot of people tend to start off with the auto-open machine, which is around about eighteen hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. But you could start with a Clown basic, which is 350, 400 quid,
0: or a max around seven, eight hundred. Yeah, ones. so
1: it doesn't have to be a big investment. Um, the, the machines last a long time. They have lots of warranties on them. So There's a warranty, lifetime warranty, on the heating element, and uh, uh, most electronics machines have five years on the framework. Mm-hmm um so if you've, you've got to think long term that even if you're buying mid-range machines like okay gonna try and pay off after three or five years and you'll find that actually what that really means is it's going to cost you a pound a day to have this machine and if that machine's you know fusing all of your work for you that's really not a lot you could easily spend a lot more than that on lots of other things within your business that will cost you more than say a pound a day yeah um, so it's really not expensive but even if you don't have the upfront money, we do finance options as well, over a £1,000. So you could spread it over 12, 24, 36, probably 48 months as well. So um, even if you want to spread that risk because you're you know just starting out, then there's, there's so many options for you. Um, and we've got price breakdowns on every single heat press of what it would take to actually um, pay this press off as well. So you can have quite achievable and realistic um, numbers because a lot of them are, you're looking at sort of like, uh, so, eight to ten t shirts a month,
0: yeah. It's not a lot, is it? When no. you actually break it down and look at the costs, and I'd recommend that if you are debating it or thinking, Oh, it's I want to do it, but I don't know if I can afford it, I would definitely recommend going on to targettransfers.com, selecting a few of the heat presses, and just having a look at the price breakdowns. Um, because I, I did when I did them, I remember just being shocked at how yeah. small the payoffs were, like per month with um, how many t shirts you sell. You've
1: got to be expected i mean that's what one one t-shirt every three days you have to try and sell yeah Which is not a lot to kind of just to get to the point where you're paying off that price and that's year one payoff
0: yeah and it's not like we were doing it at really really high um rp that no. these t-shirts we were saying it costs around three to four pounds for a t-shirt if you transfer cost one to two pounds which if you did a gang sheet it would definitely not cost as no. much as that but we went up just around it um so say total cost of your t-shirt and your print to be six pounds if you were to sell that for 20 which is average for a t-shirt between 15 and 30 35 if you're going up market so that's not really it's not like a really high price for what you're selling it for it's pretty achievable
1: even if you're selling them say like a fulfillment and you might and you'd be able to do like 10 or 12 pounds yeah
0: you're still making double
1: yeah you could you just need to get a, a couple of jobs with like 100 or 200 uh, prints across like t-shirts, bags, hoodies, yeah. etc., And straight away, you've got to a point of break even really yeah. quickly. So it's really, it's really, really achievable. It's, it's, if anything, I'd say it's the cheapest way to get started of any kind of garment decorating. Um, it'll cost you a lot more to buy an embroidery machine. It'll cost you a lot more to buy a, sc- a screen printing carousel, um, or a direct-to-garment printer, mm-hmm. um, it's, and most of them tend to use a heat press anyway, so...
0: Yeah, and they take up more room, they cost more money, they need manning 24-7 or yeah, however many hours a day you've got Yeah, you easily run this out of your bedroom. Yeah, and it doesn't need monitoring constantly Can't. when it's on. It's just whatever you're fusing. Yeah. That is all, the, all of them I had. There are a few more on there, but they're duplicates, like heat print's expensive, we've covered that, yeah. things like that, so... Yeah, they are just a few heat printing myths that we've been approached with recently that we wanted to just clear up because obviously there's a lot of information and a lot of content on socials, on websites, mm-hmm. across different suppliers. So we just wanted to clear that up so that everybody's yeah. got the right information.
1: I think the main thing is if you're something you're doing in your process or the way you're approaching things of heat printing, you're like, this doesn't make sense is to reach out to us and say, yeah. "I'm doing this, but it doesn't make sense to me. Why am I doing it like this? What's the reasoning behind it?" And we'll always give you an honest answer. Either be, "It's you have to do this because of this," or we're like, "We'll tell you, like, actually that doesn't make any sense. You really don't need to be doing that." Yeah, um, because it's supposed to be easy heat printing, and it is easy. You just pre-press and then main press, and then don't you pack, and send, <laughs> and then you sell and you market, and that should, that's all there needs to be to it.
0: Yeah, pretty easy process. I think yeah. sometimes it people get fooled into thinking that it's too easy and they go, oh, there must be more to that. Yeah. But there really isn't.
1: No, really, really nice and easy.
0: Cool. Well, that's it for this week's podcast episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on for next week's episode. But, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yep.